You're listening to The Bridge Between Podcast, a weekly exploration of how a family history project transformed into a search for understanding, truth, and the points of connection between people. In dialoguing with others, we begin to understand ourselves. My name is Cisco Ramos, and this is The Bridge Between. Before this project, I thought I knew what it meant to have a home, to live between four walls, under a roof, behind a front door, sitting around a table, sharing a meal. This is what I thought. This is what I knew. I grew up in a very loving home. My parents are my best friends. My sister is a role model. The challenge I encountered when writing about the notion of home, what is it, where do we find it, how do we make it, is that I kept running into a paradox. How do I grapple with home as a place and home as a people? When I first wrote this question down in a field notebook several years ago, I never fully appreciated or understood how a family or group of people could live in the same place for generations. It just didn't make sense to me. The script I learned growing up was, we grow up, we go to school, we graduate, we leave the house. That's what I knew. That's what my friends talked about. We move, we leave, we search, we try to make something of ourselves, of this life, we're out there, somewhere else. We do not sit still. One of the many surprises I learned from this project is how long my ancestors stayed in a single location. To give you some context, let me take a step back to provide a very rough historical picture. The earliest record I can find of an ancestor who was born in the Americas is Maria Rodriguez. Maria was born in 1576 in San Bartolomé in Nueva Vizcaya, New Spain. As a side note, Nueva Vizcaya consists mostly of the modern Mexican states of Chihuahua and Durango. There are records in Spain and family connections that go back even further, some to Andalusia, others to Basque country. I'll save that for another day. Beginning in 1576, to about 1885, my ancestors more or less stayed in the same communities. They arrived 88 years after Christopher Columbus allegedly discovered what early modern Europe called the New World. Some ancestors, Captain Andres Cordero, born July 1572 in Granada, Spain, and died 1652 in Chihuahua City, Mexico, are directly tied to colonization. I have very mixed emotions about this in internal conflict. Part indigenous, part Spanish, conquered, meet conqueror. I'll save that for another episode. The point I'm trying to make is that once my ancestors arrived to wherever they decided to stay, they stayed. They lived near churches, haciendas, ranches, and forts. Why did they stay? My best guess is that traveling was expensive dangerous, and safety was not guaranteed. The terrain itself is hostile. The desert is dry. The temperatures are very high. I don't think they knew how to live off the land, and they were colonists. People wanted them dead. Remember? They invaded. On the last point, to give you a sense of how fluid safety was in the northern portion of Mexico, particularly in the state of Chihuahua, it wasn't until the end of the 19th and the beginning of the 20th century, that people began to move away from the forts and into the countryside. 
It was a period in Mexican history that was marked by the Apache Wars. Even Pancho Villa, in his younger years, before the fame and legend, played a very minor role. This means, in practical terms, for about 309 years, give or take, my ancestors stayed where they settled. So this is one side of what I was grappling with when I thought of home. Brick and mortar, staying in the same place, getting baptized in the same churches, knowing the same families and people. The second half of the paradox that I mentioned earlier, how do I grapple with home as a place and home as a people, centers on people. Can people be our home? It took me a really long time to get my head around this question. I first thought of it when I left for college when I was 17. I asked that question because, unlike those who came before me, I've lived in many different places. I didn't feel like I had a chance to settle, to grow roots, or to stay put. I moved for college. I moved for work. I moved for graduate school. I moved for a fellowship. I moved again for work. It was really easy to move. It was very difficult to stay put. Through this project, I've come to the realization that people are our home. Brick and mortar homes can be built, destroyed, repossessed, neglected, and left behind. They are something we acquire and sell. In addition, what we think of as communities is always changing. They're not so much a bounded geographical region as I once thought of them, so much as they're what the Irish political scientist and historian Benedict Anderson calls imagined communities. The places, people, and groups we imagine ourselves belonging to. Who we associate with, affiliate with, and why. To me, home is about people. How included we feel as a member of a community, how much we feel like we belong, can contribute to, how we affiliate with, and why. Home is made through language, shared over a meal, and forged through relationships. As I continue to learn, unlearn, and grow, I know my definition and understanding is going to change. I don't think it will ever settle. Come back to me in five years and I'll probably have a different answer. People are my home. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of The Bridge Between. Please don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe. If you'd like to reach out, you can email me at thebridgebetween at gmail.com. That's thebridge, B-T-W-N, at gmail.com. Or you can find me on Twitter at thebridgebetween. That's thebridge, B-T-W-N. Thank you for listening.